Hello and welcome to the Magical Traveling Moms podcast. My name is Colleen and I am joined today with my fabulous co-host Tina and we are going to be discussing all of the latest news involving traveling during a pandemic and with COVID. As you know, these things are changing pretty much weekly. So we are here with all of the latest updates on what you need to know if you are planning on traveling in the next few months. But before we get started, I want to take a moment to mention the fabulous sponsors of our podcast, Mystical Dream Travel. Mystical Dream Travel is an earmarked travel agency and an authorized Disney vacation planner. Now more than ever, we recommend using a travel agent because they will have the most up-to-date information about all of the restrictions, policies, etc., they're going to be able to help you make the best decisions for planning a vacation during this time and you don't want to go it alone okay use a professional and save yourself a lot of time stress and worry so head over to their website mysticaldreamtravel.com or look them up on social media Welcome to the Magical Traveling Moms podcast, where your hosts, Tina and Colleen, talk about all things travel. From theme parks to cruises to all-inclusive resorts and more, they cover news, tricks, and insider tips to inspire your travel dreams. They love to travel and want you to love it too. Find out their best-kept secrets and learn how to make your next vacation extra magical right here on the Magical Traveling Moms podcast. So, hey, Tina, how are you today? Oh, I'm fabulous, Colleen. How are you? I am doing well. So today our topic, it's kind of a controversial hot button topic. And of course, it's what everybody is asking questions about and wants to know about. And it's an ever-changing situation. Um, notice how I, I eliminated the word fluid and what was the Precedent. unprecedented? Yes. <laughs> been overused the last year I think so yes Yes. but it is a constantly evolving situation and different policies are coming out literally weekly sometimes daily things are changing so it's hard to kind of keep track of everything of course given our jobs and the industry we're in that's that's part of our job is to know what's going on so we thought we should hop on and kind of do an episode just letting everybody know what are the current like as of right now <laughs> what as, are the as of september 14th as of september 14th <laughs> <laughs> so you know and this will air on september 16th and you know who knows uh, something could change between now and then but as of september 14th 2021 these are the current policies for traveling to different different areas um so it's it's a lot to keep track of <laughs> It definitely is. And I think it's really important now more than ever to use a travel advisor because they know they look this up every day and it changes constantly. We like Colleen and I both know the changes and, and what they mean for our clients and for everybody out there. So it's really important. They know the research and know the details. So, well, and if you're just going on Google, you know, and just Googling, you know, what are the travel restrictions to Jamaica? You might find articles that are a few months old or a year old or, you know, and that information might not be accurate. So yeah. if you really want 
definitely for sure the most up-to-date information a travel advisor is going to have that and you you can feel confident that they're they're going to give you the correct information and how many times over the last year has a client reached out to one of us and said oh my gosh my friend says <laughs> you yes. know or i saw on a facebook group or <laughs> yes. um, so and nine times out of ten, whatever information it was, was not accurate. It was not the up-to-date yes. information. So you want to know. You will have. I mean, really, it's important because there are some countries where you can't go if you don't have the right information, the right things in place. So it's important. But I thought we would kick off by starting with domestic travel because there are still, you know, certain restrictions for some domestic travel. It depends on on where you want to go. But, you know, a lot of places are still, you know, making you wear masks indoors, like yes, Walt yes. Disney World. But then there are other places that aren't making you wear a mask um, or enforcing masks, like Universal Studios in Florida. They have signs saying, you know, it's recommended, but they're not really enforcing it like Disney is. So that can make a really big difference if someone wants to go on vacation because there are some people who are going to feel more comfortable going to Disney because they have the masks or there are some people who might prefer to go to Universal because they know they won't have to wear the mask. So again, this is like why it's so important to use a travel advisor. No, I agree. I agree. So, you know, it, it gets confusing because we were at Disney in June and they had implemented, they still had like mask indoors and in the queues. So when you entered into the queue, then we left a couple of days later and they took all that away. Right. So all completely. All, yeah. All of it was gone. And then a few weeks later, they brought it back. So right. the mask. But, but different. And then they changed it even like a few days after that. Yes. At first it was masks again in the queues and indoors. And then a few days later they revised it so that you, you don't have to wear it in an outdoor queue. Yes. But an indoor queue, but indoor queues, you do. it has yeah. to be. So, more. Yes. Again, it's, it's changing all of the time. And so it is important to know exactly what to prepare for before you're going to go someplace. And this is something that a lot of people are, considering greatly when they're choosing a place to go on vacation. You want to go on vacation, but you might have strong opinions or feelings about one thing or the other. So that's why it's important to know because you don't want to get somewhere and then be upset because it isn't what you expected it was going to be. Right. I agree. So you really need to understand no matter where you're traveling, whether it's in the U.S. or internationally, what those um, requirements are and and be okay with that. You Like Colleen said, like you said, you don't want to get there and be surprised and be like, well, I didn't know I had to wear a mask the whole time or part of the time or, or on the ride or not on right. the ride, you know? So it definitely changes and each destination or brand has their own policies and procedures. So it's not like a one size fits all that Walt Disney World has the same thing as Universal. It's definitely two different brands, two totally different products, and two totally different ways that they are currently managing the mass requirements and the COVID and all of that. Mm-hmm. One thing for sure that has stopped, at least you know, at Walt Disney World and Universal, are the temperature checks. Those have been right. gone, and they haven't brought those back. So. 
those have been gone for quite a while. And so it definitely, it's important to really think about, you know, where you're heading to domestically and what those requirements are, because they are different and they, and I suspect as we see things are starting to go back up and number wise, that they may change again. Well, that's it exactly is you never know when they might decide maybe universal will decide to bring masks back or, you know, you just don't yes. know. So that's why it's, it's so important. And what's great about when you are using a travel advisor is when something changes, they're going to immediately tell you, yes. um, so you'll know right away, you know, and then you can decide, you know, do I want to change my dates? Do I want to, you know, cancel? Do I, you know, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Guide you and what your options are and whatnot. I did want to mention, so I wanted to talk about Hawaii. So Hawaii isn't continental U.S., but, you know, it is a state. Mm. But Hawaii is definitely a little bit of a different thing, situation than a lot of the other states where they are being a little bit more strict about who they are allowing. And they recently just came out with yeah, like, like in the last couple of weeks. It literally went into effect yesterday. Yes. Um, <laughs> and right now it's only for the island of Oahu, mm-hmm. but that's where Honolulu is. And that is where the majority of tourists do go is mm-hmm. on Oahu, which is why I think that island in particular decided to come out with this policy. But they, and, and it's strict, they are not allowing you to go indoors, basically into a restaurant or a museum or any kind of indoor business um, unless you present a vaccine card showing that you are fully vaccinated or a negative COVID test result that was taken within the last 48 hours. So you have to think if you are an unvaccinated tourist, that's going to be kind of annoying, you know, because you're going to have to be taking a COVID test every 48 hours. Yes, in order to go. Yeah, so... That is a huge consideration, I think, for anybody thinking of traveling to Hawaii. And they don't have an end date, really, for that. And other islands, the other islands are all considering something similar. Mm-hmm. So you never know. But yeah, th- those are the kinds of things you have to think of when you are wanting to plan a vacation. That that stuff you're going to have to con- you know, bring into consideration if that's going to work for your family or not. Yeah, depending on the destination um, of where you're going to go, like, you know, and I, I see you have this coming up next, but I do wonder if other states or, de- you know, domestic destinations like Walt Disney World and Universal are eventually going to require a vaccination passport or card. I would say that is probably one of the number one questions I get. Yes, I just got it yesterday. Is do you think this place wherever it is they want to go will require vaccines or mm-hmm. vaccinations and, and it's like i don't we don't know you know yeah, we don't. Honest, i'll be honest with you in the beginning i absolutely did not think that that would be the case i really was i was like i'll be surprised if countries especially like the caribbean islands or businesses like disney would require you to show a vaccine card like to me i was like i just don't know if that's because it's so controversial if that will really happen because obviously they want people right. to come and and it's a business you know they're making money so they right, want right. but now as 
time has gone on and things have evolved, I don't know. Now I'm like, well, maybe, maybe it's more plausible than I originally thought. Yeah. You know, I just had this question yesterday from a client asking me if they thought Walt Disney World was going to require the vaccination in order to come. And I'm like you, I think if you'd asked me a year ago or even six months ago, even three months ago, I'd have been like, I would be incredibly surprised if that um, became a requirement. But as we're seeing more and more move in that direction, it's possible. You know what I mean? I think it, it's right. I don't I don't know. I mean, it's a, I I wouldn't want to be in that position to have to make that. Decision. No. <laughs> I think we can all agree on that. I would not want to be the people making these decisions because it, it really is kind of like damned if you do damned if you don't. So yes, I would not want to be the person deciding. But I know in Florida, you know, the, the governor of Florida, they passed a, a law, I guess, saying passport our vaccine passports were not going to be legal. Like they were, they're not allowed to ask. Right. Yeah. Like businesses were not going to be able to require a vaccine card in order to enter. So Florida has done that, which greatly affected the cruises, which we're going to talk about next, but yeah. they, cause they were going to do fully vaccinated, but they got around it. So with the cruise lines, they are sailing at mostly vaccinated they're allowing a small percentage of unvaccinated guests. So is that something Walt Disney World could do eventually? Like to get around that rule, say, okay, well, we're we're not gonna require it, but if you wanna come and you're unvaccinated, there's a very limited number of spots and it's a lottery and you have to enter, you know, to see if you get a spot kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. That's what the cruise lines are doing, so. Yeah, I don't know if they'll, if they would move to something like that, I don't know. I think it's, it's a surprise, but now I'm, I don't know. Of course, after the last year and a half, I'm like, does anything surprise me anymore? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I don't even know. Like, like I said, I would not want to be the decision maker at any of the parks, whether it's universal or Disney yep. destination stuff, just because that's a tough, position you know you have the state of florida where you're not allowed to ask and i you know i think that that's you know an issue but they're also a private business and so right. they have the right to do what they exactly. want to do that's what i wonder too like what if there's so much controversy yeah. controversy and gray area and who knows what will happen but i i do know the 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 two things that i keep telling people is use a travel advisor like yeah. absolutely you i mean especially a travel agency like mystical dream travel doesn't charge a fee so it doesn't cost you anything extra to use a travel agent but you're gonna get so much better information and up-to-date and accurate intel but also travel insurance <laughs> like please just get the travel insurance because you don't know what will happen and um that uncertainty like so you you might say i i'm gonna go to hawaii no matter what you know i had a client say that to me i'm gonna i don't need the travel insurance i don't it doesn't matter what happens i'm gonna go to hawaii no matter what and you know what they messaged me a couple of weeks ago and said oh hey we don't know if we want to go now because of these changes so 
again, you don't know what will happen. Don't assume that you do because a lot of things that are happening right now, we never would have guessed would have happened. No, and, and, you know, in life in general, stuff happens. I have two situations going on with clients right now. I can't really share, but that is, it's not even related to this at all, to the COVID situation and stuff like that. So travel starts a whole nother topic and things, but I do, stuff happens, life happens. And I always say it's like car insurance. It's there if you need it. (laughs) So yeah, absolutely. Um, You're not stuck, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I think like you said, it's important now more than ever to use a travel advisor. One, because you want to ensure you're getting the most accurate and current information. And that's the key. You have to, you want to make sure you're working with somebody who knows what they're doing and, and has been in the middle of it, you know, since the uh, beginning of all of this starting and has a lot of experience and knowledge. And that's something, you know, our sponsors, Miss Filtering Travel has. So you want to make sure you reach out to them. But, you know, back to just the discussion on what, you know, we're going to, what these companies are going to do. And it is, I want to just say in the meantime, it is very possible and very safe to travel. We've had tons of clients travel all year. I personally have traveled since last July multiple times and you have been as well traveling. And so it definitely is safe to travel, but you need to be aware of the requirements and just do it safely. Yeah. Um, And I would recommend that anyway, even without all of this, you know, so yeah, no, it's absolutely possible, but it's finding the this the destination and situation that works best for your family yeah. and getting all that information, like you said. So but yeah. so cruises were the next topic, which if if there's been anything that has changed so much in the last year, I would yes. say cruise cruises are it. It's it's very overwhelming like how many changes have happened for the cruise industry and still and happening continuing. yeah exactly like it's really talk about a fluid situation <laughs> oh yes yeah yes. yeah but they are mostly you know the the major cruise lines you know that we work with they they are all doing mostly vaccinated cruises yes and they are definitely making policies and procedures and i and i don't blame them necessarily and some of it's dictated by the ports but they're, they are definitely making it so it is in your best interest it is advantageous to you to be vaccinated and if you are not vaccinated it's not gonna be the same experience yeah so for the, if you are a cruise lover um and that's a vacation that you really want to take especially in the next, I'll say six months or so to, for your, to make it easy for you and your family that, you know, vaccination is a personal choice and you have to do what's right for your family. What might be right for one may not be right for another. And so, but if cruise is on your list to make it, it's not that you can't not go unvaccinated, but it definitely is a lot easier for you 
to be able to do the cruises and do all the things that you want to do on a cruise vacation. Right. If you, you know, I'm not saying not to go, but we get asked this all the time. Is it the time for me to cruise now or should I wait? And, you know, my, my thoughts on that are that it really is a personal choice on based on what you want to do for, right. you know, you and your family. But I will say that it's definitely, we're seeing more and more of the cruise lines going towards being vaccinated to be able to get on a cruise without any issues or concerns, but it changes, right. you know, of course, children 12 and under or 11 and under are not required to be vaccinated, but there are testing, you know, testing requirements that you have right. to do. And yeah. each cruise line has their own way of doing it. So, you know, Disney, they have a, that they're using this safe passage that your clients have to go through the process. And if you do not do it, so, and you're, you don't upload the proper documents and, and either the testing or your vaccination card and all of that stuff, and it doesn't turn green, but you still show up at the port, they will deny you boarding. You're not going. There's so no there's no, yeah. Yeah. There's, so, yeah. And it, it, you, again, use a travel advisor. <laughs> yes. Because they will tell you all of this, that mm -hmm. things that you need to be doing. And, and there have been people who have showed up at Fort Canaveral and it must be done 24 hours right. prior to oh, even like getting the cruise. Like, oh no, I didn't do it. And then do it there. Like, no. Yeah. You can't stand there on your phone and do it while you're waiting in line. It doesn't work that way. No, sure. they're, I mean, they're being very strict about it. And, yes. and most of the cruise lines have something like that, where yes. you have to upload a test result and even the vaccinated cruisers have to do a COVID test, even though yes. you have your vaccination card. Mm -hmm. But then if you're unvaccinated, I think, I think most of them are doing this where you have to test again during the cruise, like yes. you know, three days into the cruise. If you are unvaccinated, you have to do another test. And a lot of these, I mean, I don't know if Disney is charging people, but I know the other cruise lines are chart. You they are. Yes. That. So under, yep. So under the age of, at least for Disney, under the age of 11, there's right. no charge for the testing. Okay. But older, and the so other that's of a couple are. days ago. So yeah, yeah, right. but, um, yeah, older. Carnival definitely was. And it's yeah. like $150 a person. Yeah, it's not um, cheap. It's and that it. you are on the hook for that. And mm -hmm. it is, I mean, so there's these limited spots that you can enter. It's kind of like a lottery to get exemptions. Mm -hmm. They do, I think most of them are doing preference for the kids. Yes. I know Carnival anyway was doing, if you were an adult, if you were over the age of 12 and unvaccinated, they weren't going to let you on unless you had a medical reason for being unvaccinated. Like oh, you wow. Couldn't just, you mm -hmm. couldn't just say, I didn't want to get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. You had to actually present some type of a doctor's letter, something stating what your medical exemption from being vaccinated was, or you couldn't even apply for a spot. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, it, it, you know, and like you said, each cruise line is a little different. 
on how they're handling it. So it's important to know exactly what the restrictions are and what the rules are before you decide to, to go with one or the other. Yep. And they change, like Colleen and I have both said, these, especially <laughs> with the cruise lines right now, because they're really just firing back up. Like they're really just oh, getting yeah. back in the water. Yeah. And so they're still kind of working out yeah. details and changing things. And I suspect that things will change again. Like we just got an oh, update yeah. the other day from, you know, from Disney. So it's right. just like, it changes free. It does change right. quite a bit. So it's right. really Especially important. To, like you said, they're just getting started again. So mm -hmm. as they do more cruises, you know, things will evolve and they'll have to make changes here or there or whatever to accommodate whatever situations come up. But, right. but I do know a, a lot of it is dry, is being driven by the port, by the islands um, in the Caribbean anyway. For these yeah, that's, yeah, that's the other thing. Some of them, you know, I know initially, uh, you know, Disney started with, you know, Nassau stops and their traditional cruise four night is usually a stop at Nassau and then their private island. And they're not even doing i mean the last check the last couple cruises were not they were just going to castaway key and that was right, it right because the bahamas is is actually being pretty strict about yes they are how off of the ship and and a lot of these ports you cannot get off of the ship unless you are part of a specific tour they're called bubble tours or bubble mm -hmm. excursions where you don't come in contact with anyone else on the island except the people in your tour yeah and, and and they're doing that to protect their people and and whatnot but that again that's a huge consideration if you if you like i know our family a lot of times we don't book an excursion and we just get off the ship and do our own thing or walk around or just check it out and we would not be allowed to do that because my kids both of my kids are under 12. so you can't do that right now <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely a lot of restrictions. And someone asked me, you know, why do these islands have so many restrictions? And so if you take a step back and really think about it, mm -hmm. they're very small and a yes. lot of them only have one hospital. Mm -hmm. So if they have a major outbreak, they would really be overrun. And there's with, nowhere they to go. They're an island. You know, it's not yeah. like a state in the United States where you could go to another state or something, mm -hmm. you know, it's and they're all different countries really you know each island is its own country so yes you can't just move people around it i i, I understand why they're being as cautious as possible because mm -hmm. it would be very devastating to them if they had a, a huge outbreak but yeah um, absolutely yeah it's it's a lot it's a lot to consider <laughs> it is a lot to consider but... looking at cruises right now but i agree i think it will change a lot in the next few months um yeah and, it, going and yeah, and it will get, I think some things we will see ease up as they learn and as they see what's working and what's not working and, right. and kind of work things out. I mean, I hope this time next year, all of this is gone. I think we all do. I know, but um, I remember saying that last year and so yes, I, yes. now I'm like hesitant to say it again, but you know, if you look back in history at past pandemics you know because it's not like this has never happened before it, it typically runs its course in two two to three years so yeah, yeah. so so that gives me comfort that okay well you know we're bound to get 
more herd immunity and and whatever you know as we go forward so hopefully case numbers will go down hospitals will not be you know overrun and full and we can ease up on some of these restrictions but for the time being you just you just don't know yeah let's hope so we'll see <laughs> so speaking of the caribbean that was my next the next on my list to, to talk about because obviously there's going on a cruise to the caribbean but the rules are actually a little different going on a cruise versus if you just went to the island um, yes that's true stayed at a resort so which i think is interesting i think that's very interesting that there's like slightly different rules if you're on a cruise ship versus if you just went to a resort there yeah and i think that was that was probably one of the cruise lines biggest complaint because i complain because i'd be like hey what yeah they're getting like they're still flying there and you're still having all these people there and they're still at a they're compacted into a resort so so i you know i can kind of understand what they're yeah so but in in the caribbean you know certain destinations certain islands are requiring a negative covid test in order to enter the country and then some are not requiring any type of a COVID test, but they might be doing random testing. Like in Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic, you don't have to take a COVID test to go to the country, but they do random testing in the airport. Yes. So, so you might have to do that. You know, you might have to take a test when you get there in the airport. Yeah. Yep. So, and I, in every country, like you said, is very different on what their requirements are. Some are easier to go to than others. But also you have to keep in mind when we come back, the United right. States requires a negative COVID test in order to get back. That is a U.S. requirement. So that's right. something that a lot of people ask us about. And it's really important to understand the difference that there are actually requirements in the United States when you leave the country that you have to get tested in order to come back in. And I do believe the cruise lines, you have to have a test when you come off that ship as well. Oh, really? I oh, think I'm so. I could be wrong. I'll have to look that up, but I could be wrong. From other countries. That's the thought, you know, you're coming yeah. to another country and now you're coming back. They want to test you before you can come in. Yep. So... Um, yeah. yeah anyway go ahead well i was going to say one of the biggest questions that and and honestly one of the things that i think a lot of people that i've talked to don't understand and i can understand and i get why they don't is how does it work if you test positive so that's like obviously that's a one another number one question i get well what if i test positive when i take that test to fly back to the united states and there's some people who have said well i I have to quarantine in Mexico for a month and what, it, you know, when do, can I come back and do I need to take another test? So there's a lot of misconception about how exactly that works. So I thought that would be a good thing for us to explain to everybody. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So if uh, the answer is this, the quick answer is that you, if you test positive in destination, you do have to quarantine right. and you do have to, the resorts have set aside, depending on the brand. I mean, they all have, but each brand has kind of different requirements on how long you quarantine. 
So, so, it, and it changes. So it changes. Well, I thought it was the U.S. that dictated how many days you quarantine. Well, it's interesting because we have two situations and I'll explain in a minute, but you do have to quarantine and they do have sections in their resort that they have reserved. That is some, some resorts. Yeah, some resorts. Some resorts will send you somewhere else. Again, another reason to use a travel Another resort. resort That's or... a big distinction between resorts. Some will let you stay at the resort. Some are going to send you somewhere else. Yes, exactly. So it, that's another reason to kind of use, I know I keep saying it, but to use an, an advisor because they know, they know the resorts and they can yeah. know the information. So an example, so if you're staying at, and this was several months ago, so it could be different today, but the AM resorts or dreams brand requires a, you know, a 10 day quarantine that, you know, and then another brand, which was you know, Hollywood, I believe only required five. So that's interesting. Cause I was thinking it was dictated by the U S how many days you quarantined because you don't test again. So that's one of the, yes, you do not test again. You do not have to, it's not like you have to stay wherever you are until you get a negative mm -hmm. test because you could, once you have COVID, you could test positive for several months. So, so they don't do that. Like you don't have to test again, but the resort has to give you documentation. And I guess I was under the impression that the, the U.S. is the one saying how many days you have to quarantine before you're allowed to come back in, but it's the resort that gets to I, I think it's the country actually. Oh, the country. Uh, the country. I, I mean, there's some confusion around it because you read, yeah. you can hear that's the U.S., then you hear it's the country, and then you hear it's the resort and their requirements and, you know, and what they're looking for. Now, depending on the resort that you stay at, your COVID test is free, or, you know, to return back right. to the U.S. Most, that most is, of, I think most of them are. Yeah, that is part yeah. of your booking process that's included. And they will set that up for you when you check in. So when you yeah. arrive and you check in, that will all be scheduled for you, you know, to get your testing done. Yeah, it is free. However, if you want to take an additional test, because if it, if your rapid came back positive, right. and sometimes they, you know, we all it's heard about positive. both positive, With you the can rapid. pay. You will have to pay for for a PCR. Yes, test, and you can do that. I think it's around one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Yeah, it's not bad. I I would think yeah. most people would just to make absolute sure that they're positive. Yeah, right. Exactly. And so if that does come that back positive, obviously, you know, you can't leave. So <laughs> you have to do the court, the required quarantine. We definitely would recommend having really good communication with the resort, yeah. understanding what to expect if you mm -hmm. did, you know, have a positive yeah. test and really understand what is going to happen. If you are lucky enough to be at a destination where you stay at the actual resort, you can still get, you know, you'll get your meals. You typically order off the um, the menu. The room service. Room service and then usually for dinner, yeah. they'll let you order from the restaurants. And then, you know, you definitely want to keep that open um, communication with the resort and they check on you they make sure you're good and healthy and everything's going the way that you know that it should be so so it's really important to understand you know that you what the requirements are going into each country but it's yeah. also important to know that coming back to the u.s you are going to have to 
have a negative COVID test. Now, here's one tip. If you've had COVID yes. in the last 90 days, you actually can have your doctor give you a travel um, right. letter. So a recovery have, letter. You had yes. it and you recovered, right? Yeah. It's because a recovery again, letter. if you test positive for uh, three months, I think is what they said, yes. three months after you've had it. So you yes. don't want to so, have that positive, but you really, it's just because you've recovered from it kind of thing. Yeah, so there is a letter that you can get from your doctor that you can show the airlines and then you wouldn't have to get tested and definitely just let them know I, I have a, a recovery letter to travel and yeah. you just show that and you show that to the airlines, you know, going to and from destination. So, so there are, you know, some things that you can do, but they're definitely pretty strict on, you know, if you are positive, there's no exception. I'm sorry. You know, and, you know, you have to follow the guidelines and, you know, the rules that are in place. So they're meant to protect you and the staff and the, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's another, you know, some of some countries are providing a free insurance, like additional insurance to tourists. Yes. Um, to cover like medical expenses or quarantining expenses in a case where maybe the resort doesn't cover it. But then, you know, I also would recommend you have some type of insurance um, for anything that could happen like that. Yeah. And some countries are requiring that you have it. And not only that you have that, but you purchase an additional insurance Mm -hmm. from that. Right. Yeah, so they're providing and it's, yes. and they're pretty reasonably priced, you know, but they yeah, want to like sure. $35. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like if something happens when you are in their country that you, your coverage, you know, like it's not going to mm. be a, a, a bad situation where you can't afford it or it's expensive or, you know, who's paying for it kind of thing. So, right. Exactly. But it, it's, it's, it, again, it's each destination is doing things a little differently. So mm. it's important to know, you know, again, like, can we say it again for the people in the back? Use a travel advisor. Yes. Because yes. they will, and they can help you. Like if someone tests positive, you know, if we, mm-hmm. we have clients that happen, which thankfully I've been fortunate enough to not have anybody, but that's our job, you know, is mm-hmm. to help you and uh, make sure that you know what's going on. Like you were saying, be in contact and communication with the resort like your travel advisor can help you with that it will help you with that and that's huge mm-hmm. like huge, especially when you're in another country right so yeah absolutely <laughs> so europe is is there is similar so europe is very similar to the caribbean where they are requiring and a lot and all of these other countries are have these i think pretty much all of them i haven't run into one that doesn't there's an online form, like a health questionnaire yes. that you have to fill out and you can't fill it out. Like you, usually there's a rule, like you can't do it sooner than 72 hours before you're going to be there. They really want you to fill it out the day you're coming and you fill out this health questionnaire where you're basically saying, I, I don't have any symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it gives you a QR code and you have to show that. Right. And get there and they scan it. And then most of the countries are also doing, you fill out another health form coming home. Yes. So you have to do it again. Like in the airport, they'll have, they're not doing a lot of paper stuff anymore. So I've noticed that a lot of these 
airlines and destinations are eliminating paper forms and it's a QR code that you scan and you do it online. And then, but you have to show that like to get through security or to get on the airplane that mm -hmm. you fill that health questionnaire out. So that's an, another important thing to do. Yeah, it's really important. And I'm actually thankful that a lot of them are going to digital because it does make it easier. You can do so that right on your phone. And in a lot of them, like you see, you have to have a QR code. You can just, and I always recommend saving it and screenshotting it, emailing it to yourself. Yeah. And also save it on your photos. Going um, there, I always print it out. You're coming back. Too. Yes. A lot of times you do it in the airport. So it's not like you're going to print it out, but going there, I always print it out in addition to having it saved on my phone, just in case yes. that happens, your phone dies or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Right. But yes, to yes. go over to most of the, any of the European countries that are in the European union, it's the same deal where they have a special e passport, you know, COVID passport thing where you have to upload a negative COVID test and fill out a mm -hmm. form and you get, a QR code and that's what you, you have to do in order to go there. So, I mean, that's going to be pretty, I, I have a feeling that'll be in place for a while. Over in Europe. Yeah, probably. Yeah, absolutely. And it, you know, when people would ask me or still ask me, you know, do you think that they'll require vaccinations and, and whatnot? I've always, you know, my opinion has always been if there were going to be countries that required a vaccine, a vaccination, I would guess it would be some of the European countries. I could see them having something in place at some point where you needed to show a vaccination. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. But yeah, it's it, it's it's a lot to keep track of, and so it's important to know, you know, before you're planning travel, especially if you're. And what's hard is that people will plan trips far in advance. You know, it's mm. not like you're planning a European vacation for next month or Hawaii vacation next month. You know, a lot of times people are doing stuff several months in advance, but that's again, why I would recommend travel insurance because you, you know, right now, maybe it seems like, Oh, it's no big deal. But in six months, you don't know like what will have changed. Yeah, I agree. And I, you know, I think that it travel right now, Everything we've talked about sounds complicated. Um, <laughs> um, it, it it doesn't have to be, and it, that's where using a travel advisor really pays off for you because they yeah. some things depending on where their specialty lies, they can rattle off like in a matter of seconds. Like, yeah, this is right. what you need for here, here, and here. Mm -hmm. You know, and you want to make sure that you're using somebody who really knows uh, what they're talking about. So it's really important. So make sure you contact those agents over at Mystical Green Travel. Because yeah. they really do know. They have had multiple clients travel since the start of the pandemic. And they understand everything that, you know, needs to be done. And yeah. and whatnot and the ins and outs of all of the things well, and they so. have the resources you know that's a big yes. thing is, you know because there is a lot of misinformation out there there are there you know just because you read an article or a blog post or you saw something in a facebook group does not necessarily mean that that is accurate information so you want to make mm -hmm. sure the resource that you are using for this information is is a is a valid one that that really knows what they're talking about because there is a lot of rumors and assumptions and all kinds of stuff I see out there. 
people. Yeah, absolutely. We every day. I mean, we see it every day. Um, the information is just, and it's overwhelming. It can be overwhelming. So you just want to make sure that you're using somebody who knows. Exactly. So. Yeah. And uh, like Tina said, you know, it sounds complicated and it sounds overwhelming, but you can safely travel. There, are, there are absolutely destinations and options, no matter what uh, mm -hmm. your family is comfortable with that would work. So it's just talking to your travel advisor, telling them what your concerns are, what your needs are, and they can point you in the right direction. But it is, it is, you know, we got to get out there and and continue to travel and live our lives and in a, a safe way. Mm -hmm. But it is possible to go out and be safe and still enjoy vacations in other places. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're living proof of that. <laughs> <We've got laughs> multiple times. Many places since yes. uh, last year. So it is possible. But we hope that this information was helpful to you guys. And, it, you know, it was informative. If you have other questions, again, if you have questions about certain destinations, we highly recommend you reach out to Mystical Dream Travel and they can hook you up with um, an agent, a travel advisor that can, you know, give you all of those detailed information or, you know, obviously you can also feel free to leave a comment on our Facebook posts or Instagram and reach out to us too. And we're always happy to help because we want to see you guys out there and travel, right? Absolutely. And positive right. and kind comments, please. <laughs> yes, yes, positive, positive. We're trying to keep things positive here. Yes. But until next time, we hope all of your travels are magical. Bye.